You're listening to The Over 50 Entrepreneur, the podcast that's dedicated to the business builders who are only getting started when most are winding down. This is the place to discover how to create more freedom from your business while growing the value of your business. Now here's your host, Rick Hadrava. Hey everybody, this is Rick Hadrava once again, and this is another special edition of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. I think by now, if, you, if you've been listening, you know that we've been working hard to try to bring some people onto the show um, to share some of the struggles they're going with, some of their perspective and resources. And today is no exception. I, I got to know this person, gosh, several years ago. And I'll be honest with you, my wife is uh, an attorney and she came home from one of their continuing, continuing education uh, events. And she said, oh, Rick, do you know this person, um, Kristen Mugg? And I honestly just, I didn't at the time. And she said, well, I think this is somebody you need to know. She is unbelievably bright and just did a great job. Um, and that says a lot. And so luckily for me, I got to know Kristen over the years and um, I, I consider her a friend and have gotten some good stuff from her. And so I reached out to her and asked her if she'd be on the show to talk a little bit about the work they do um, in the field of estate planning and, and business and thought we'd share those thoughts with you today. So without further ado, let's welcome to the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast, Kristen Mugg. Kristen, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rick. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Well, just this morning, you told me that you basically are having to shut the doors um, right. today and talk to us a little bit. Let's start by just what you're going through as an entrepreneur right now with all these changes with COVID uh, and, and all the impact on you. Um, and. Again, several weeks ago, it seems like months now, the days have seemed pretty long. Um, but when the virus started spreading, um, we saw an immediate impact on people not wanting to come into the office, postponing appointments. Um, and so we could see that impact in our cash flow almost immediately. Um, and so we were also trying to think about creative ways to meet with people, meet via video conference, telephone conference, offering a lot of other opportunities and ways to meet and, and visit with clients and accomplish um, what they needed to accomplish. Uh, it's also highlighted the importance of estate planning, um, having especially powers of attorney so that if you can't get out of your house, you're quarantined, you need to have someone go to the bank for you, health directives who can um, you know, have access to your health information. So it's been a really interesting time of highlighting the importance of the type of work that we do, but really an immediate impact on our cash flow that we had to start planning and navigating um, and then getting out of a, a signing meeting yesterday and finding out that Governor Stead had said that the 19 counties with positive cases, if you're a non-essential business, um, you've got to close by midnight tonight. So um, we're trying to figure out how we how we navigate that, um, how we work, help our clients, how we help our employees. We're worried about all the things that small businesses worry about. So um, today's our last full day in the office um, and trying to prepare for that. And, and what does that look like, Kristen? Because you're obviously, I mean, this, we talk about pivot a lot in right. 
in business and look, you know, um, my friend Steve Gordon always likes to say um, opportunity has just picked up and moved. It hasn't gone away, but, but in your sense, you still do what you do and there's a need for what you do, but you, you have to pivot in how you're going to engage and do that. So what, what's that looking like for your, for your organization? From a, from a practical sense. I mean, one of the things that we've done is folks have to sign the one thing that we have to do in their presence in front of witnesses and notaries is sign documents, sign wills, trusts, powers of attorney, advanced directives. Um, unlike other states, Oklahoma does not have electronic signature. Uh, so we're, we're, we've got gloves. We're, you know, sanitizing the conference room. Um, so now that we can't even do that piece, um, we're looking at, do we mail documents to people and, maybe on FaceTime witness them and um, then have them send them back and notarize. So we're having to be very, very creative in how we do um, the signing piece of it. Um, it, it, Yeah. I mean, it's just every day seems to be a new challenge, a new issue. Um, And, and yeah, we're just trying to navigate it as best we can um, to, still provide services people need. We, ha- we have some people, the phone has not been ringing nearly as much. Um, but when it is ringing, people seem to be panicked. So we're kind of dealing with both, both ends of it. Like I have to get this sign now. And then other people are like, this is sort of an optional thing that I don't need to be worried about right now. And if I'm worried about discretionary monies at this point, I don't need to spend money on estate planning. Um, so we're kind of getting this mix of, of different, different calls and, and, um, and needs. Uh, from so is, is most of that panic calling from people that are concerned about getting sick and the impacts of that? Um, it, it, you think that's what's at the root of that? I, I, yeah, I think, and there haven't been a lot of those, but it's people who, gosh, I really need to get this signed. I think they are worried about their own potential mortality, but they're also worried about not, you know, not being able to get them signed for months now. So I need to get this done quickly before everything shuts down. Um, we had a woman who was scheduled to sign documents on Friday, and when we told her we weren't going to be able to do that because we can't conduct business on Friday. She, she was like, well, can you come to my house? Can you, you know? Um, so again, these are some of the things we're trying to figure out. So today, any meetings we have scheduled, we're going to try to reschedule them to be telephone or video conference meetings. Um, uh, we, you know, it's, yeah, I'll let you ask more questions. I mean, I can <laughs> well, you, direct this in the way that you want to. Well, the good, the good news. Right now, so well, the truth is, let's be honest, business has changed, but you're still doing business. There's some aspects that you're still navigating. But one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the call well, there's a couple reasons. Um, but you know, we talk about in my world trying to get people to do estate planning is very important, and and it's one of those things that's hard for some reason. We all know we need it, um, but we have a hundred other things on our plate, but I think. <laughs> I, I think an event like this really shines that light. But then really for our audience listening, maybe the other side of that is, yeah, personal, but also the business. And I can't tell you how many buy-sell agreements I've seen that weren't signed and not right. funded and, and not even in place when we ask for them. And 
you know, you're doing some creative things to try to be a place. If, if our audience is looking at this and going, Oh, you know what? Not only am I looking at how to keep this business going, but if something happens to my partner or right. something ha- happens to me, what's that, what's that impact on my organization and my employees and our customers? T- talk a little bit about some of the stuff that, that you do there and what you're doing to try to help during this time, um, you know, that we're going through these, these challenging issues. Um, we honestly, the focus the last month really has been less on, um, buy, sell type agreements. What if something happens to my partner and more on, do I have my own estate plan in order? Um, I'm not sure that not, I I think you make an incredibly valid point. Um, Bria and I, my business partner, obviously we have plans in place if something happens to either one of us. And how that transitions. Um, but I think I, I what I really think is going to happen is our business will survive this and it's going to be painful. Um, but we're going to survive this. And on the other side of it, I think we're going to have a boom of both people worried about what is going to happen if my business partner passes away. Do we have things in order to work right? Do I have my estate plan in order? Or I had to go to the hospital. They asked me if I had a healthcare power of attorney and a living will, and I didn't have it. I really need those things. So from our standpoint, um, the irony is, is I think an event like this really highlights the importance of getting these things in order. Um, and so we're, we're as, a, as a small business, as a service provider, we're we're excited about the other side when we can get past this and um, know that there's going to be an increased demand for the types of services that we provide. As a business owner, I'm really scared. I don't know how long um, how long we can go without being able to meet with clients and be on a non we are a non-essential business. We are not financial services. We are not healthcare. Um, we're not, you know, um, transportation. So we are not allowed to have people come to our office and conduct business. And so how long is that period going to prolong? Um, we have applied for a small business association loan. Um, we're watching the legislation carefully. Um, but if we don't meet with clients and we don't have clients coming in the door, we don't have cash flow and we can't pay our employees. So how do we survive this? And then on the other side of it, I think we will thrive. We will be stronger. We may need to hire more people. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, these are these are all the thoughts going through my head of <laughs> clients who are halfway finished. How do we get it finished? How do we, you know, how do we how do we make payroll the next two payrolls? How are we going to manage this? Um, so I, honestly, um, next week, right now, it's going to be Bria and me are the only ones who'll be working. Okay. Um, so we'll be taking the calls and we'll be working from home and. Um, um, praying and um, uh, just letting our clients know that the two of us are the only ones that'll be working next week. And then we'll see kind of where we are at that point and um, what our client, a lot of our employees can't work very well from home. Uh, yeah. So we're just. Well, it's a, cha- 
it, it's the challenges that we're all facing. And, and I appreciate your, your personal, your honesty, um, because you're not alone. Business owners out there are all thinking about um, how they're going to make payroll, what they're doing with their employees. You know, we, I always, I tell my wife, I said, at the end of this, what we need to do is see, we have, we need visibility, right? Because once we have visibility, um, we start to see the end and we can, we can move that way. And and it's a triage right now in a lot of respects. Um, So I appreciate that. What's going to come out of this, by the way, I believe is new ways that we're going to do business, you know, And, and I joke, um, I, I had a number of monthly workshops we were doing this year and had spent a lot of time getting all the stuff that has to happen to put those in place and, and, and have the people and everything. And we've had to pivot, right. And, and look at that and, and figure out how we can do that. And it all centers around in my mind, how do we broaden our network and how can we be, how can we be helpful to people in the community who need that help right now. And I think that's something that you and Bria are doing, you know, with some of the offers that you're making to people. Talk about that a little bit, because I I think that's unique. And, um, you know, that's the kind of innovation. And, and to be honest with you, I I don't know. um, I I don't know, but let's talk about it and, and share your thoughts on why you, why you chose to do it. So yeah, last, um, last Friday, we were actually kind of inspired by um, a local coffee shop, Ellis Island, who had posted on Facebook that curbside service, come get a cup of coffee, pay us what you can. Um, And we thought, okay, um, what can we do for our community? Um, What is it that we do that's a service to our community? Um, we have some capacity right now because people aren't calling as much. So what can we do to help keep 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 our employees busy and engaged? Any bit of revenue is helpful. And what can we do for our community? And so we collaborated Friday morning and decided a durable power of attorney for property, a durable power of attorney for health care, and an advanced directive for health care or a living will are incredibly important documents. They're not complicated from our standpoint to draft. Um, We have a really good system, good staff that can draft them. um, And uh, we decided this is what we can do. People need these documents all the time. Every adult needs them, um, no matter what your situation is. Um, But especially during a time like this, when people maybe are limited in how they can get out or we have increased illness, And so we posted it out on social media. We sent to all of our contacts in our, um, in our database, professional contacts and clients and said, we're going to prepare these documents um, for whoever, whomever needs them, pay us what you can, literally a dollar, $50, $150, whatever you can pay is fine. And we're having um, one one person, we're mailing them to her assisted living center because she can't leave or get out. So that's how she's going to have to sign them. We have a couple of younger people who are going to come today um, before we have to close. They stay in their car. We're wearing gloves. They bring their own pen or we have a sanitized pen. We'll take it in. We copy it. But they do require a witness, two witnesses and a notary. Um, 
But again, it just came out of what can we do to help our community? What can we do to keep the doors open and keep our employees um, here and paid? Uh, and it was a combination of those two things. And it was really well received, I think, especially by our professional um, colleagues. Um, we're, we're, we're now pivoting again to figure out, OK, well, we can't have you come to our office and even stay in your car and use gloves. So I think at this point, um, if people are interested in that, we're still more than happy and willing to provide those documents. I think the need's going to continue to increase. Um, and I think what we'll have to do is email them to you to print and then call us on FaceTime and we will witness them um, virtually um, or we'll mail them to you and people there wherever you are to witnesses in a notary. So I think we're just going to have to be creative in how, how we continue to provide it. But our intent is to continue to do that and provide that um, as long as this, I think, crisis situation continues um, and hopefully increase the awareness of the importance of these documents. That is on so many fronts. First of all, our audience listening, immensely valuable. And, uh, you know, if you don't have an estate planning attorney, I highly recommend that you reach out. And we'll, Kristen, we'll share your information here shortly. Um, and if, if you've been thinking about those or you haven't been thinking about them, but you're thinking about those documents now, you, you may never get a better opportunity. But Kristen shows an unbelievable um, ability to adapt. And that's what I love about entrepreneurs. You know, we we help entrepreneurs who are thinking about selling or transitioning or just running their companies forever. And one theme that I constantly get is, you know what, we have to do things differently. Um, and that, quite, quite frankly, that's the difference I see between success and failure. Sometimes failure happens because it's out of our control. But success is being able to look at this and, and find innovative ways, creative ways to add value for our clientele and our customers. And, and I think Kristen and, and her team and over there at, um, at, at uh, Mug Winston have done a great job. So Kristen, if, if somebody wants to talk to you, if somebody wants to learn more, how do they, how do they connect with you guys right now? Um, we're going to have the phones still working and forwarded to Bria or me. So 405-705-2900. Um, certainly our website, um, mugwinston.law or email Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N at mugwinston.law. So any of those ways you'll still get us. Um, again, uh, our office doors won't be closed, but we'll, we'll be working remotely and trying to be as creative as we can in helping people through this and um, hopefully on the other side, get back to business and be better for it. I feel like we've learned, like you said, we've learned a lot of innovative ways to provide services that I think will help us under normal times as well. So. Absolutely. Well, guys, you know, be sure to check out our website at www.epicsbiz.com forward slash podcast for this show and show notes, which will contain the information on how to reach Kristen. And again, I think this is just a great example of giving in the community, being innovative and adaptive, which is what we all need. And Kristen, I appreciate you continuing to focus on what you do and leading the way for our community. Thank you for that. And guys, until next time, um, remember that this is the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. 
The Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast is sponsored by Epic Business Advisory, where we help entrepreneurs escape the owner's trap, build businesses that can succeed without you, allowing you the opportunity to realize more freedom, think bigger, and pursue next-level goals. Download our freedom formula at epicsbiz.com slash formula. And remember, we're only getting started.